in my in my own my own path in life, my own philosophy. Um, you know, I'm a Christian. I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I I have a faith, and and in all the music that I study, Bach, Handel, Mozart, Beethoven, they all ha had faiths. Um, and it meant an incredible amount. So much of the early music was part of the church. Sonata de Chiesa, the Sonata de Camera, these are, you know, secular sonatas and sacred sonatas. So having that understanding in my life is, is important. The Messiah is such a great masterpiece because it, it glorifies it glorifies a deity, which I happen to believe in and and and, and know that there are many other things and and, and, and all part of that. So in the history of music that's an, that's a very important component as well. I grew up in the youth orchestra uh, uh, of the Manuel Youth Orchestra and every year at the end of the year they would combine the, the two adult, the adult orchestra with the youth orchestra and that certainly was my experience uh, for at least four years and uh, it, it got me so excited just that next step you know you think you're good but no <laughs> you wait for the big guys to play and and I just, my eyes popped out of my head when I saw that they could get their fingers to go that fast and it just seemed an absolute impossibility. Um, similarly, as I used to travel down about 60 miles to my piano lesson when I was 15, 16, um, uh, my mother used to play the Beethoven Violin Concerto and the Tchaikovsky Violin Concerto and I still couldn't believe that a person's fingers could go that fast. It was just amazing because I certainly couldn't do it and I'm, I'm a capable violinist, I'm not a great violinist, I can get around the violin, I'm a good soldier when it comes to being an orchestral musician and those are the tools that I need to be a conductor. And in my own life, from 14, that was where I was aiming for, was to be a conductor. So very quickly, as soon as I started in band or in orchestra, I had my eye on the guy in the front. And for no other reason except that uh, it just inspired me. I was inspired. and. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't even. Oh, I want to be in charge. It wasn't even that. It was like, boy, wouldn't this be cool? One instrument's not enough. I mean, it's like every instrument's a finger on the piano, and you're gonna. If you hit that little finger, think of it as a flute, and you hit that little finger, and you think of it as a tuba, and you know, you can get those guys to play. So it was better than Ninth Symphony, and that's the one that I remember going to a concert and being up, falling asleep in the concert, those concerts were so long and I was so tired and all I remember is when the Ode to Joy came out with the full choir and just the sheer magnitude of the sound. Oh, any kid in the audience would wake up to that. Anything loud. And so uh, I just remember looking around, I remember I wanted to play every instrument in the orchestra. I saw the bassoon, I wanted to play that, I wanted to play the horn, I wanted to play the violin. And there just wasn't enough for me to do. So. Um, you know, uh, as it turns out, I played the trumpet and I played the, the violin and I played the piano and those are very excellent tools to be a conductor. So moving on to um, just some other things, and I know this has already gone on too long, but um, and some of the personal struggles as an artist and why I keep going, um, no one chooses to do music because it makes money. Um, the reason one goes into music, and this was brought home very clearly when I was getting ready to leave home and I really had that sort of hard talk with my dad who's traditional and he, he studied science, he was an agriculturist, um, he played the violin and my mother too, uh, she was a physician but she always wanted to do music but never had that opportunity but it's more, 
I said, you know, what what can I do? I really want to do music. And he said, are you sure? You just don't want to keep it as a hobby. And I said, well, I couldn't really commit myself to it if it was a hobby. I mean, it takes too much work to do that. So, so we struck up an agreement that, okay, I would do a Bachelor of Music degree and study the violin. And if that if things didn't work out, I can always go back and take up science and do sciences, and which I was quite interested in actually. Um, <clears throat> I was actually interested in medicine too. But um, so I, I I went and there was no turning back. I got into college and I obeyed. I was just immersed in music. That was that was it for me, and it's been it for me ever since. And I think that. Uh, I say to any young person who's even thinking about going to music, don't even think about it unless you have a true passion for it because it is a tough life. My conducting teacher, uh, Juan Matiucci, who is this Italian opera conductor who I met in my first year at university, and I never forget, um, at this point I was gung-ho about being a conductor. The only reason I went to university to study the violin was so I could get into an orchestra so that I could be a conductor. So I already had my sights on conducting. So the first thing I did was I, looked up this guy and I said, I want to be a conductor. And he said, okay. And I, and I said, could I have a lesson with you? And he said, sure. And I never forget uh, that first meeting with him. We went into a practice studio and he said to me, well, what do you want to conduct? And I had a couple of pieces that I was working on, the Greek uh, lyric, the Greek, uh, two LJ melodies by Greek. So we just start conducting in silence. We're both hearing the music, and he's watching me, and I'm trying to concentrate. It's very eerie. It's a weird sensation. And then he stops me after a while and goes, okay, I think you have the hands to be a conductor, which was good for me. And he said, okay, let's work together. And, and that, was, that was it. That was, I guess, an audition, if you think of it that way. He became a very important mentor to me, taking me through the opera. Um, I was his assistant for two years. It was unpaid, it was volunteer, um, and uh, I continued that when I graduated with violin performance. So um, everything was unpaid. I couldn't even think about being a conductor at least for another 10, 15 years after that. So um, yeah, it's something that I really wanted. And so I say to musicians, yes, and to anyone in an organisation such as the WCO, you keep that fire burning because that's what keeps you alive, that's what drives you, that's what makes this so meaningful and makes it meaningful to the audience. And I think that that spark should never go out. The moment it does, you should be doing something else.